A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Verbum Domini.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Verbum Domini. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the day of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two, man, two men will be out in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two, men will be, two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake. <clears throat> For you do not know on which day the Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, 
he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Verbum Domini. Prayers for all of you for the very, uh, the very best Advent of your lives, for, for me too, for the very best Advent. Contrary-wise to the world who bustles about, this is a time of expectation, quiet, a time to enter more deeply into prayer, and therefore into what is truly essential. And although not a penitential season as Lent, we do wear purple, us priests, with a flash of rose later on to remind us to turn our hearts and faces towards the King who is to come, that we await in joyful hope the King of glory, he who will come at an unexpected time and an unknown hour to judge the living and the dead. Our Lord warned us that our hearts might not be ready, even though all seems prepared. And he does this by many metaphors, many parables, which caution us that the oil or wine may run dry, that we have quietly begun to live again for ourselves and for our own pleasures. The one taken away, contrary to many bumper stickers in Matthew 24, is not the one who is prepared, who did what the master asked. But those who did not listen to the voice of the Lord, they are swept away by the flood of the world. For us to take advantage of this new season, this new year of grace, as we begin uh, a new liturgical year, beginning with Advent, in expectation of so many gifts and graces laid out for us by God, we need to enter into quiet. Silence is the environment which lends itself to that quiet of mind and body which we need for contemplative prayer, that peace of heart which we need or full love. Our flesh seeks constant stimulation. It is all too easy to reach for the remote or the radio button in the car. Of course, uh, I, you know, the iPhone nowadays. But instead, we need to make sure our rosary is near, that we're, we're taking the graces 
taking advantage of the graces of prayer that our Lord gives in this season. And especially this month, we spend with Our Lady. In that time of expectation, the last month of her pregnancy, as they prepared even to set out for Bethlehem. And even as she taught the apostles to pray, to see our Lord after the ascension. So we take the time to contemplate, meditate upon what is truly essential, that our Lord who desires this will, our Lord who desires this, that we enter into the essential, will reveal to us how we have managed to our chagrin to be weighed down with just plain stuff. And I think again of the rich young man who though Lord, the Lord encourages to sell all and follow him, that he goes away sad for he possessed many things and so much of what we have is just stuff. And um, so the readings for this first Sunday of the liturgical year and the very beginning of the, the lectionary um, in year A that we have begun again represent this basic choice, the one given to our first parents and to all their children, that here is the voice of the Lord to hear and believe, to receive his light in our soul, to cast off deeds of darkness, and by penance, prayer, and plain goodness, to make no provision for the desires of the flesh by pushing that out because of the desires of the heart. In the Northern Hemisphere, we're blessed to have the firmament and the weather, in a sense, incarnate this battle between darkness and light. And slowly the night and cold creep in, almost unnoticed, that this is the time to stoke the fire the time of quiet vigil by the hearth and preparation for the silent rebirth of love himself, the light of the world. So we pray that he would come as he enjoined, as scripture enjoins, to come, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, and we ask Our Lady to give us the warmth of her own heart to invite him to, to that we would welcome him and be prepared for his coming.